Hi, Kathy. Hey, Nora. You know, this is kind of fun. We're getting together once a month, and it's like so exciting to see you. It is. Uh, I saw this at Technology Review, but it's starting to get a little bit of a pickup uh, here and there. The guy behind BitTorrent is a guy named Bram Cohen, and he's actually working on a way uh, that seems like it's nearly finalized of, to- of torrenting live content. Mm-hmm. So instead of having um, either watching a broadcast of a football game or going to the website and just watching it stream directly to you, it would essentially be um, torrented by essentially all of the people who are watching it at the same time participating in the distribution of, um, of the thing. And what they find kind of interesting about this is the idea that it could actually really radically lower the cost of either broadcasting or webcasting things because right now if you're a television station you know it doesn't cost a lot to broadcast but it costs a lot to have all the infrastructure that allows you to do that Uh if you're just streaming live that's actually pretty bandwidth intensive for the user if if it's something that's popular right not for the user for the creator for the person who's pushing the content out so this would be a lot cheaper so he pointed out a couple of kind of interesting things that one of the things that they've been trying out doing was live casting uh, DJ sets from San Francisco this yeah. way. Yeah, I saw that. So I think so one of the sort of potentially interesting things would be to possibly like lower the cost so that, you know, you could be a band or something who's really popular but doesn't have that whole infrastructure and do like a live cast without having to have another partner like YouTube on board to to front the cost of, of doing that. But it did make me kind of wonder, and they, they don't really talk about it that much in the technology review article, they sort of allude to the fact that the software could be used to stream copyrighted material, uh-huh. which I assume means something like that you could kind of hijack the stream and torrent it uh, yeah. live as well, or maybe they just mean like if it's it's live and then afterwards it could be torrented. Um, so that's kind of obviously like an issue. And it made me think about this um, conversation I was having with one of my colleagues at CBC who was talking about sports and about why there's been so much money going into sports, which is that because basically it's live. it's live and so it's pretty much pirate proof, right? Because the, the whole thing is to watch the event live. I mean, you could record it and then upload it, but who wants to watch a 3D old football game or whatever? But what... Back, you mentioned the term, the whole infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Like, what's that going to do to all those people who make their living that way? Yeah, well, he, this guy was sort of jokingly said, which I guess if you work for a conventional television broadcaster, you probably wouldn't be laughing, which is his aim is to put TV out of business, right? So the idea is that people want video content. They want to watch it on a big screen. They don't necessarily care whether it comes to them over a conventional broadcaster or whether it comes through some kind of peer-to-peer sharing. It just seems so inherent to what the internet was all about from the beginning, you know, sort of the democratic Mm -hmm. notion of the internet and the sharing idea of the internet. Mm -hmm. What's it going to do to all those people and their jobs? But my ideas, I I (laughs) Yours is better. Way better. Well, no, it's not, but it's easier to explain. (laughs) Okay, remember when I was talking about those 3D Sony visor that came out just before Christmas in last year? Yes. Yeah, okay. So there, I found a new groovy pair. You're all about the visor. I am. Well, this is from a company that I'd never heard of before, but it's called Pivot Head. And they've got these video glasses, Nora. Mm-hmm. And, and they actually look like sunglasses, mm-hmm. although you can get them so they look like they've got glass in them too. But you know they are a bit like the big Terminator frames. Mm-hmm. But 
you can walk down the street or ski or anything and you can, can you can run video non-stop high def audio and video you and can, it doesn't look like when i saw this i was imagining like one of those sort of cyborg things where you have this giant honking camera on the side of your head, but it, you really can't see it, actually, unless no, you're really you looking carefully. Yeah, the glasses, yeah. they're kind of, you know, they're, they're like big motorcycle glasses, mm -hmm. but they look very kind of fashion forward, like I'd wear them, but they're talking about right now, like their market is definitely activewear, and it's for like for people that are skiing, or they have for people who are out on motorcycles. But I'm going to post something, a link up on the blog that has some people, I think they're in India, mm -hmm. and you could see by watching this how amazing this kind of a technology would be for journalists. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you think of journalists still, you know, you, you've got, there's the journalist, you know, somebody's got their, their mic, somebody else has got the camera. You'd have everything in your glasses. Yeah. You just have to learn how to hold your head, because I found, like, in the demonstration video, it was really, I was really impressed by the quality, but the guy was sort of moving his head a little bit too quickly, so it was a little bit shaky cam. But if you, once you got used to moving your head a little bit more as if you're moving a camera rather than just rattling your head around. And wow, again, if you were a journalist, think about how much more you could be embedded mm -hmm. in a crowd. You wouldn't stand out at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was kind of creepy, though, if you think that people are going to be going out and shooting their lives, yeah. you know, videotaping and their lives and placing it on their websites. <laughs> if you thought Facebook was insufferable now, just, just wait until it's like 24-7 video streaming of what your brands are doing. But I have to say, as soon as I saw this, I thought, oh, this is totally the future. Because everything is going towards, I know this is a bit of my bailiwick, but everything is going towards this constant capture, right? Yeah. Storage is getting so cheap. And I think in five years, maybe even in three years, capturing gigantic chunks of what you're doing on video is going to be as normal as taking a picture with your cell phone is now. Wow. I really think so. I really think so. And if you think about also like the privacy stuff, right? Like facial recognition technology is getting better and better. Mm -hmm. So if you can then like potentially say in five years, not only be recording tons of stuff, but then look for specific people in what you've shot. It's kind of an interesting Minority future. report. Ah! Terminator! But I do think, I thought, uh, in addition to the creepy factor, I thought it was uh, quite cool, actually. Oh, yeah, and just um, in closing. Oh, I have one more oh, small thing. Oh, yes. Very small oh, thing. Oh, God. But I saw this thing that was I thought was hilarious. It, it's a Swiss company called the Swiss Barefoot Company, and they make these things <laughs> called protection socks. They're basically socks with toes. You know, those freaky Ugh. things that like Mork would have worn with the yeah. toe things? <laughs> Except that they're made out of... <laughs> Except that no, they're no, made no. of Kevlar. No, no, no. <laughs> Except that they're made of Kevlar. So Nano. <laughs> the things that they show are basically this person running around on rocks in nothing but socks. The video keeps saying, Perfect barefoot feeling and protection from cuts. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of hilarious. But I guess there's a whole big trend in having that barefoot kind of thing and in, in those running things that are more like socks or give you more of an open kind of feeling. And more and more at the club, I do not go to the running club anymore because of my leg. But I still talk to the people there and a lot of them are starting barefoot running. Because really? they say that once you get used to it, it's way better on your joints. Because it is how we were designed. Yeah, really? Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. so maybe that's what the market is. But could you imagine wacky. walking around on the street with those socks on? Somebody steps on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm Maybe the Kevlar protects you, though. I don't know. 
I like a big pair of heavy boots, personally. I know, and then you can always <laughs> kick back. Come to the blog for links to these stories and more. You really should take a look at the video for um, for these pivot head um, glasses with a video camera in them. Very cool. And the Kevlar socks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. The snipper.net. Bye.